0: to the National College of Cross League's weekly podcast with your host Paul Woody and NCLL president Jamie McNeely. find us on the web at NCLlax.com
1: hey guys welcome to the NCLL weekly podcast. this is your host Paul Woody. Uh, no Jamie McNeely this week not sure where Jamie is um, but I'm joined today uh, by John Hooper who is the head coach of Bryant University, a new team here in the NCLL. John, thank you for coming on with us today. Hi, Paul. Thanks for having me today. No, no, appreciate it. Thank you for taking the time out of uh, your busy schedule. Um, So, John, Bryant, brand new team to the NCLL. I believe there's three new teams this year in the NCLL, and we're extremely excited to have you on board. Before we get started on the team and some of those aspects, why don't you give us a – an overview of you, what you do there at Bryant,
0: and um, how you came about this role as being head coach. Certainly. So I'm in my uh, first year at Bryant University. Um, I'm the athletic uh, operations coordinator uh, during the day. And um, I oversee all the um, lacrosse operations as well for the uh, club team, I'm the head coach. I also have uh, an assistant coach um, who I work with as well. Um, I grew up playing a goalie. Uh, I played NCAA Division III for uh, Curry College uh, before transferring to Huston University. Uh, I spent the last couple of years teaching and coaching, um, and now it's been good to kind of get back into college athletics and working in the athletic department and helping the club team grow.
1: Who's your assistant coach?
0: So actually, I'm sorry, I have two assistants, um, Scott Rogers and um, Connor Judge. So Scott played at Springfield and Connor played at Emerson and uh, Scott is the intramurals coordinator here at uh, Bryant and Connor, um, helps me with operations and he also does tickets. So my whole staff uh, works here at Bryant as well. Fantastic. Now
1: is the coaching position with this, with the NCLL team, something you volunteered for, or did someone in the university come to you and say, Hey, uh, we have a club team here that, that needs some guidance. Uh, you know, do you want to take this position?
0: So I, I, I reached out to uh, coach Pressler, um, about the opening, um, I've worked closely with Coach Pressler uh, for the past couple of years at uh, summer camps um, and goalie camps and that that sort of thing. So I knew there was an opening and I knew I wanted to kind of um, get back into uh, coaching college college lacrosse. So I thought that was a good opportunity for me to to take the initiative and, and uh, meet with Coach Pressler about the opportunity.
1: Wow, that's fantastic. He's a well-respected uh, man. Pressler is in the uh, lacrosse community. Um, and he's done a fantastic there uh fantastic job with Bryant there in the uh in the D1 uh, varsity
0: program. Well so
1: how long has Bryant had a club team?
0: So this is our first year. Um we had a couple of informal practices last spring. Um but this is this last fall, fall and this uh this spring here is our first year.
1: Okay. So there wasn't just like a regular club team prior to this you guys went from no club team to having an NCLL team first year.
0: There was a club team back in the eighties. I understand. Um, but since then this is the, this is the rebirth of Bryant club lacrosse. Gotcha.
1: And was there anything specific about the NCLL that made you guys, uh, choose to join the NCLL instead of being independent or anything of that nature?
0: Uh, I think the main thing for me, there were a lot of local teams that were, um, throughout the new England area that would give us the opportunity to play a competitive schedule. And um, I also appreciate how easy, hassle free um, it, it was for the Bryant Bulldogs to join.
1: What's the the feeling there in terms of uh, the atmosphere? What's the culture like on the club team? Is it a is it more of like a laid back club ball type of feel or is it more of like a virtual varsity where the guys want to take it as seriously as possible?
0: So that's a good question. We treat it as sort of a hybrid where we have kind of the best of both worlds. We have guys who are experienced high school players, and then we have others who are just starting out this year. So really uh, all different abilities and and skill levels. So we're still creating our identity. We had a good fall. Uh, We're making a lot of progress this spring. Uh, We had a tough loss against PC early in the year, but – team hasn't slowed down. We continue, I think if we continue to get better every week. I'm confident confident we'll have a good inaugural season. So as far as the culture goes, we're still, we're still trying to uh, find our stride and and find our identity. But um, I I, I see good things, good things here for the Bulldogs.
1: Well, what's really interesting about your situation, having a staff, um, having a coach, two assistants, seems like you have a direct tie-in to the athletic department um, it, it seems like that's something you guys can can develop um, and steer it a certain way. We see this with a lot of different club teams across the NCLL, and we're fine with both of it, you know, where you get some schools where it's club. The guys are just trying to have fun. They need an organization to help them, you know, get schedules, you know, get teams to play they want to play in a national tournament. And then there are other teams that, you know, really take it to heart. You can take a team like Akron. Where there is no varsity at the at the univer at the Division one or two II or three level, so I I mean their run they look like a varsity program they act like a varsity program, um they they play a sixteen game season, they travel their uniforms are all the same I mean they take this you know they take it as seriously as they can and then you get other NCLO teams who yeah it's club ball we want to have fun that type of situation so I mean we see it both in the NCAA I think that's one of the cool things about it. Um, but I think it's interesting in your situation with having so many people running it that um, it's really up to you guys. You, it seems like you could steer that type of culture and make it out to be uh, whatever you wanted it to be.
0: Right. And even though we are a club, um, I've, I've been lucky enough to have been mentored by so many good coaches in my uh, my young career here so far. Um, just starting out with Dave Carman uh, at Mars Hill and Mike Pressler here at Bryant and uh, Ted Garber, who, I, who was uh, the old UMass coach. So, all I've learned from all from from a lot of the top coaches and they all run their teams the same way and even though this is a club we still try to emulate a uh, a varsity program as much as we can make it. Is that so is that that's Dave... what I that's what I refer to as a uh as a hybrid. Gotcha. And
1: Dave Klarman from North Carolina.
0: Yes. Wow. Yep. That I a... volunteered for him uh in oh let's see, two thousand fifteen down at Mars Hill.
1: That's fantastic. Well,
0: so you uh you have a lot of good connections here, John. <laughs> That's what it's all about.
1: (laughs) So in in terms of um, creating a club team there at Bryant, what were some of the hurdles that uh, you guys had
0: to face putting this all together back in the fall? Oh, Mainly, um, Bryant University is so competitive academically, and the athletes are constantly under pressure with with, uh, attending meetings and group projects and other obligations outside of the class. So it can be tough as a coach to find a good time to practice where everyone can attend and 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 not have you know ten guys one day and sure twenty the next and so it's forced us to to have early mornings late nights but you know our group is resilient and we'll we'll, we'll come together any any time we can to to get a good group on the field for to to prepare for a game so I think it's given the athletes a good chance to balance their academics their social life and uh, they still have time to jumpstart our new club.
1: Now, in terms of uh, facilities, uh, w- what do you have available to you up there? Because you're up north, and lacrosse is no longer just a spring sport. We play in the winter. Right. Um, and, of course, you know, it's hard to get out on the field. I know a lot of club teams don't have access to indoor facilities and things of that nature. How much field time or stick time um, have your guys uh, had so far this year?
0: Well, we play about two or three times a week. <clears throat> Um, We have an indoor facility that uh, Brian put up in 2016, so we're lucky to be able to use that. Um, We have two turf fields. There's three grass fields. uh, We have the gym. We have the weight room. So we have all the facilities here that uh, there's really no excuse why we can't get better. So we, we, we have everything at our disposal. And um, I, I consider us very lucky for that, for those facilities. Sounds like it.
1: Um, how many players do you currently uh, have on your roster? And where, where do they, like, what's the, the nucleus of the team? Is it local or, or do you have guys from all over the place?
0: So I had a little more in the fall, but uh, this spring we're locked in at 32 players. And they are all over from Connecticut, Rhode Island, New Jersey, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, and Maine. Wow. That's a big That's roster. A, That's a real that big sure roster.
1: <laughs> do you find that Bryant's... And I don't know, um, I'm not familiar with Mike Pressler, or what his strategy is. Um, are there a lot of kids that come to Bryant thinking they're going to play for the varsity? So you have a solid pool to draw from for kids that don't make the varsity, or does he not over-recruit?
0: Uh, we'll have to see where that goes. As of right now, um, he, he did not over-recruit this year. Um, I have everybody I have from whoever signed up and tried out, and I, but – as far as getting any varsity players, that hasn't happened yet.
1: Did you have cuts
0: during your tryouts? Um, they cut themselves, Paul. We <laughs> had uh, we had a very intense uh, first couple weeks, and um, I I, I kind of just let let things work itself right, out. Right.
1: So, I like that. I like that that they cut themselves. That's good. Um, how many games have you gotten in so far this year? You have you already so started your season? We've just played PC so far. Okay. How many more uh, for the rest of the year, uh, schedule wise? How many games do you have?
0: We have eight games scheduled this year. Uh, we're still hoping to try to uh, squeeze a couple more in. Uh, I know we were late late to the game with, uh, it, it, you know, get, getting started and all that. Um, so I, I think we'll have about eight, eight games this year, eight, maybe nine. Any chance you're coming to the Beltway Bash at the end uh, in April? In April, no. Okay. We will be. We're we're planning on making the trip down in Maryland, the uh, fall ball, next fall. Oh, okay, great. That's in Maryland, but that we'll be making that trip. Yeah, the Terps host two
1: tournaments every year. One being the Fall Brawl, um, which they have in the fall, and then in the spring they have something that's called the Beltway Bash, and it uh, it originated just from teams locally in the in the Maryland D.C. area, Um, but it's really expanded. Teams from Vermont, Syracuse, teams like that came down last year. Um, And it's a three day tournament. It's our best opportunity to see teams outside of our region, you know, without having to travel long distances. But, hey, Baby Steps, you're brand new to the league. Um, Couldn't be more excited to have you on board, John. And it's great to hear that you guys have mentors there working with these kids. It's a fantastic university. um, And we're definitely looking forward to catching up to you to see how you guys do up there in the Northern Conference. And um, hopefully come playoff time, uh, we'll see you down here in the tournament, wherever it
0: is. That was good, Paul. Thanks for having me today. Yeah,
1: John. I really appreciate you taking the time out to uh, talk with us. That's uh, John Hooper from Bryant University, head coach, brand new team in the NCLL. Um, And we're looking for great things from them. And keep your eye out on our media posts, and hopefully we'll be able to share some information on what his team's doing and how well they're doing. All right, John. Hey, thank you so much. Paul, thank you. Take care. All right, you too. Take care. Bye-bye.